for another exciting installment of everyone's favorite podcast segment, Bunny Versus, starring the incomparable, the illustrious, the some third thing, Bunny Williams. Are you ready? Are you pumped? Are you amped? Are you jazzed? Are you psyched? Are you primed? Are you ready? And raring to go? Are you ready to do it? Are you ready to conquer that hill? Are you ready? Maybe not the hill. You know, I, I I'm ready for more of a glade. Funny. Okay, you cut out a little on me there, Bunny. Was that a yes? That was a yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, in that case, it's time once again for Bunny versus, and now here is your host. Bonnie Williams, take it away, buddy. Uh, we're not dead yet. Hopes are still high. <laughs> hey, uh, we take our wins wherever we can get them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, how are you this week? Uh, good. Uh, I, I, I switch between this pain in my chest must be because I still have the coronavirus and I'm going to die. And it's just stress because I had the coronavirus. I'm just fine. I actually worked out like twice this week. Yeah. Because then, like, like, and when I was doing it, uh, my daughter Emerald said, how do you feel good enough to do that? I'm just sore all over and I can barely move. Like, how are you able to do that? And I was really proud of myself to be able to do that. So, so uh, yeah, so it, ups and downs, strikes and gutters. Uh, I've been reading a lot lately. And yeah. I'm really happy with that. I, I, my plan was to read the entire Terry Pratchett Discworld series all the way through. But the problem is I've read the first book and the first two books just over and over again. And I just did not feel the need to read them again. And I just couldn't do it. So that's when I decided, you know what, let's randomly pick one. What's one that I started but never finished and now I can read it all the way. Oh, look at this monstrous regiment. And I just ripped through that book. Yeah, I was reading like a hundred pages a day, and I was really getting into it. And I finished that book, and now I'm reading um, Carpe Jugulum. Okay. Now, and it's 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 really good, and 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 I'm really liking that. And I'm already picking which book to read after that, and and so that's a lot of fun. Uh, we had a nuts giving. A nuts giving. So that was fun. Yeah, hey, Natasha has really been fighting against fucking holidays lately. And she, you know, Halloween, that's okay. But then it's like, uh, oh, Easter? We don't celebrate Easter in this house because Easter is a religious holiday, a Christian holiday. You don't see us going to the to church. You don't see us going to church every Sunday. So why should we have to celebrate Easter? We're not celebrating it. And it's like, okay, that's okay, that's fine. 
And then and and so and then she's like, I don't even see why we should celebrate Christmas. Kids, we're not celebrating Christmas. Like 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 she's she's the sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah. In in Kevin Costner's Robin Hood. Oh. We're not doing Christmas. Cancel Christmas. Basically is what she's been doing. And so she decided this year, like at the last second that like, we're not celebrating Thanksgiving. We're celebrating Canadian Thanksgiving, which is in October. We're not selling America. We're not celebrating American Thanksgiving. Why should we? Because the pilgrims kill the natives and we're not celebrating Thanksgiving. And it's like, okay, well, that's just my favorite holiday, but that's fine. So, uh, Natasha worked the day before Thanksgiving and I waited for her to leave and I'm like, okay, have fun at work, honey. You know, uh, be careful, drive safe, love you, bye. Okay, she's gone. Amber, give me your keys. I'm going to the store and trying to buy Thanksgiving. And, and the kids were like, what are you buying? And it's like, I don't know. I've never bought a Thanksgiving before. Mom does this, but she doesn't want to do a Thanksgiving. So I'm going to go to the store and buy, I don't know, pie and a, <laughs> and a ham. I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to do it. So I went to the store and I bought a bunch of stuff. And then uh, Natasha is is driving home and she's like, she calls me and she goes, honey, we can have a Thanksgiving if you want. I know this holiday means a lot to you. And it's like, okay, I'm glad you said that because I already kind of have one. And so we sort of threw together a Thanksgiving, but it made, it made her feel better to, to say like, can we not call it Thanksgiving? And I said, fine, it's parade day. Yeah. So that's what we celebrated. We celebrated the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which is always my favorite part of Thanksgiving. And every year, without fail, every year the same thing happens. My kids start out, oh, dad, father of mine, I am so happy to sit here and watch the Macy's Parade with you, darling father. But the problem is it's three fucking hours long. Yeah. These little kids are little kids. So every year there is one point where the kids go from, I am so excited to sit here on the couch and watch this with you, Papa, to I will gnaw my own fucking foot off <laughs> from this goddamn parade. How is there more parade? So. Oh my God. And sure enough. Like about an hour and 40 minutes and Eleanor's like, can I have the TV now? And Max was just on his tablet and Eleanor's like, I'm going to go play with Legos. And and just every, every year it ends up just me on the couch. Yeah. But that's fine. Because I like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I like I like the yearly non sequitur parade. <laughs> oh look, Ocean Spray Cranberry Drink presents this float celebrating women in science. And look who's on it. It's Don McLean trying badly to lip sync American Pie. 
<laughs> and that's every year. Like they just put a bunch of things in a hat and they pull it out. Okay, Harry Connick Jr. sings a New Year's song with the Ninja Turtles. Fine. So so I, I really like that every year. So 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 that's been my week. How are you doing, Bunny? I am okay. As as usual, I wound up being on the wrong streaming channel for the parade. Verizon was streaming it live on you on their own YouTube channel, and I was and it and it's like now presented by Macy's and Verizon. The Thanksgiving Day Parade. I was like, well, okay, this sounds like a solid choice, you know. It was a mistake, and then I just like wanted to watch the parade. I didn't want to go hunting around for like the real parade, you know. Yeah, it had Mario Lopez from from Saved by the Fucking Bell. Oh yeah, he wasn't on mine. I watched it on NBC. And then he was like doing it from his home. Which is funny because you could tell he's he's in California somewhere because it's yeah. still dark. And I got and they were showing it live, so that means I had to get up at seven to seven in the morning to watch it. Yeah. So it had just gotten light around seven here. And then the parade starts, and then it just starts getting light from Mario Lopez. That's weird. You really kind of have to see it because, like, it started with just him, and then it was him and his son, and then it was him and his daughter or his dog. Anyway, it wound up with, with like, three kids, two dogs, and his wife. And they all look exactly the same. Really? Yes. Yes. Are you trying to hypnotize me, dude? (laughs) I'm having a whole lot of fun. Oh, I'm really getting into it now. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out the Morse code. Yeah, I'm having, I'm, I'm, having, I'm, I'm doing my own thing. So we have Mario Lopez doing like host segments from his couch at home, and then we have this like one of the most androgynous looking people I have ever seen in my life. I think their name was Russ. Russ. Something, Russ something, who was down on the street. But anyway, he 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 was just like a lot of fun though, because he was he was a very positive person, you know. And he yeah. was basically interviewing nobody, you know, like nobody in particular, just random people they he talked to some of the balloon people you know he talked to yeah. uh 
like the balloon captain or whatever it's called that leads all the people carrying the balloon. Yeah. Something like that, like balloon captain or something like, well, how did you become balloon captain? There was an opening. I had like a week of training. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> okay. And there was like no one in the streets, so that was kind of amusing to see. Uh, and well, and they, they explained it. They explained it on the NBC side that uh, because of COVID nineteen restrictions some of the parade happened live and some of it was pre-taped. Yeah. And the way that you could tell was that, oh, in in the beginning, there's Jimmy Fallon in the roots and they're singing right outside of Macy's and it's raining and the floor is all wet. And then, oh, here comes a marching band and it's a beautiful sunny day. Looks like the water has dried in the last five minutes. They were putting up the stupidest fucking facts. They, there yeah. was like a float or something that, but with a flamingo, like pretty early on. Yeah. Uh, and one of the facts that came up was like, this flamingo is five times larger than a real flamingo. Oh, no fucking shit. And I was like, wow. wow yeah. I fucking needed to Amazing. know that. Amazing. So for the whole rest of the, the parade, anytime I saw anything that I found interesting and I was like, and this badger is five times larger than a regular <laughs> flamingo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, they showed the... um. The boss baby balloon, and they needed yeah, to give creepy. us a fact that it it would hold five hundred and sixty thousand crayons. The hell! It's like okay, I didn't need to know that. You saw a really strange version of the Macy's parade. Oh, it gets better, man. It gets much, much better. Because they would show, like, dancers and things like that who were out. Because there were, like, live performances, but they all had masks on and shit. Yeah. But they weren't playing the music. That had to be weird to watch. Oh, it was totally fucked up. I'm going to have to see if I could download that. (laughs) It was seriously fucked up. And they kept showing us like the same floats over and over again. You know? And there would be people on floats who were waving. And like, again, like we don't watch regular TV anymore. I don't know who's famous or not. But it's like, it looks like they're famous, but nobody's mentioning it. This boy band is the size of two and a half flamingo. Yes. Yes. So that was an adventure. 
That was an adventure in parades. I always wind up on the wrong free feed. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. I'm glad we still have regular old TV. You know? And I'm also living under a curse. Ooh, do tell. Because this has now happened several years in a row. Okay. Part of my Thanksgiving tradition, I'm sure you're aware, is after the parade, I watch March of the Wooden Soldiers with Laurel and Hardy. Yes. A movie we we have actually covered on the show because I just really love that movie. (laughs) So I go through my Plex server to put on March of the Wooden Soldiers. And it's not there. Okay. Okay. So so this year I wound up watching it on YouTube. Okay. But I was like, okay, well, maybe I just forgot. I thought I had this movie. But then, like, during the year, I would be scrolling through movies and I would be like, aha, March of the Wooden Soldiers is there. It's right there. I can see it. This movie is on this Plex server. Okay. And uh, come around the next year, Thanksgiving, time to watch March of the Wooden Soldiers, go through the Plex server, try to find March of the Wooden Soldiers. It's not fucking there. Okay. So I have to rush and find an alternate way to watch March of the Wooden Soldiers to keep my Thanksgiving going. And this has happened like maybe three years in a row now. Where I will see it all through the year. It'll be in my list. I know exactly where it is. Come around Thanksgiving. It's not there. So somehow I and got no like idea a techno where curse. That's odd. But to be fair, you could probably make a movie out of that. I, I, oh. And it probably in this week's movie. Yeah. That's your title right there, Techno Curse. You film it all on Zoom. There you go. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> right. Theater. Number one movie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Thanksgiving was nice, you know. Um, tried to cook together as much as we could, all that. I had turkey. Um, had a lot of stuff. Had a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. it was nice. It was nice. The parade was disappointing yet weirdly satisfying at the same time. I yeah. don't know how to. I don't know exactly how to feel. Well, traumatized <laughs> might be a good word, but I don't know how else I feel about that Thanksgiving Day parade. Yeah, it was weird. Yes. It wasn't the same. No. And I had forgotten that Big Bird had died. I had forgotten that Carol Spiney or whoever the name. I forgot that Big Bird had died. Yes. And so Big Bird showed up during the Macy's parade and, you know, he's talking 
And one of the kids says, why does Big Bird sound weird? And I didn't have the heart to tell him that, well, the person who voiced Big Bird died, and now Big Bird's always going to sound weird like Kermit. Yes. Uh-huh. It's going to be the exact same way. It's going to be Kermit all over again. Hi-ho, Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> I know Jim's. I know Jim's dead, but... This is my voice now. Yay! Yeah, and I just don't know how to feel about, like, the death of Jim Henson. I mean, I mean, I love Jim Henson as much as everybody else did, but, like, he didn't have to die, and he only died because he was a Christian scientist. Yeah. And he wouldn't get treatment. Yeah, there's a really good Jim Henson documentary on Defunct Land. It's a YouTube channel. Yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. So. And then the sponsor of the videos was like NordVPN or something like that. And the guy who was doing the channel made the commercials in the style of the old Jim Henson Wilkins coffee commercials. Yes. And it's like, okay, there's a good way to integrate a commercial into this Jim Henson uh, documentary. It's a really good documentary, is yeah. what I'm saying. I, it, oh, it, and it's like five or six parts, and each one is almost like an hour. It's basically a mini series for about Jim Henson for free on YouTube. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I I had an idea for for a new product that we may need that that may be like revolutionary uh, this week, and I'm calling it the Broadway Buddy. Okay. Okay. I mean, okay. in this time of pestilence, you know, I, I, people really need a way to get out, and and of course Broadway is wildly popular that's where where the people with money would want to go who we would want to market this to okay yeah and the broadway okay. buddy is a small robot that will have a screen and you'll be in the screen like a little zoom meeting and you'll send it off to a broadway play for you Oh, It'll a have idea. a speaker so you could talk to the other robots that are there, you know? Yeah. You'll be able to hear what they're saying. You can interact with them. You know, you just can't be near other people anymore because we are viral. Yeah. What's what's that? Gummy. Oh, okay. Thought it was maybe a hit of acid. Nope. Gummy that, bear. That looks kind of papery. I'm eating gummy bears. Okay. So that's it. The Broadway buddy, and I think the robot itself would just be like a really utilitarian looking thing. You know, just like yep. minimalistic. Just enough to get away with it, calling it a robot. With just a big old face on it. <laughs> I'm down with that. The only thing is that is that who I really need to be able to pitch this idea 
and bring it to the world is dead. I mean, it would have to be Ron Popeil. You know? Nice. The Broadway buddy Very would have nice. to be a Ronco product. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm kind of stuck or with Billy, that idea. Not sure what to do with it. I'm a big fan of Billy Mays had a good selling voice. Yeah. Yeah, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Not a bad pitch man. Um, he should have broadened his horizons, you know? Yeah. And certainly he's... There for Judaism! <laughs> what? I was just thinking of Billy Mays trying to sell Judaism. Oh. You know, he Billy Mays here with the old New Testament! But isn't anybody demonstrably better than the my pillow guy oh fuck the my pillow guy yeah i mean i would even take back that british guy who was hawking dd7 in the 80s and it's so weird because it's like i don't even think about pillows no you know no is your pillow bothering you it's like Dude, I don't even know my pillow exists. Well, again, let's go back. You know, I can't identify famous people on a float during the Thanksgiving Day parade. I sure as fuck don't know who the my pillow guy is. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I have to look up the my pillow guy and find out that Trump put the my pillow guy in charge of the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, he's a member of the task force. Yeah. No. Yeah. We are living in a parody. The My Pillow guy also helped uh, bail out Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. Yeah. What a peach. Yeah. Uh, the My Pillow guy and Ricky Schroeder. What? Ricky Schroeder? Yes, from the 80s kid-friendly sitcom Silver Spoons. I believe he was later on NYPD Blue for a while, near the end. Was he? Yeah. If not NYPD Blue, then some TV cop show. Well, he he also kind of... And you really can't do this, but he really tried to, like, rebrand himself. Remember, for a while, he would only go by Rick Schroeder? Yeah. And I think he did a couple of made-for-TV Jack London adaptations or some shit. Probably. My friend Tom, you once played paintball with him. And that's more information stuck in my head about Rick Schroeder than has any goddamn right to be there. I didn't even watch Silver Spoons. I love Silver Spoons. Apparently, um, he helped bail out Kyle Rittenhouse in exchange for uh, the rights to his story. Okay. So, uh, Ricky Schroeder in the Kyle Rittenhouse story. 
Okay. <laughs> you know. <coughs> the first OAN original movie. I watched that. I watched the shit out of that. It's got to be better yeah. than Unplanned. Fucking Unplanned. Unplanned. I was so oh. disappointed that it wasn't a horror movie. You know, I was Unplanned? like, yeah. I was like, give this, give this to me. Come on, man. We are going to yeah. have talking yeah. fucking fetuses all over the place here. You want a scary movie uh, about yeah, abortion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can run with that ball. Yeah, you would have fun with that. That movie was boring. I loved that movie so much. So fucking funny. Yeah. It was basically just, we're going to kill babies, see? Mm-hmm. We're gonna kill babies and we're gonna have fun. Have fun killing babies because we're evil. Oh, I hope no one comes over here and talks to me about Jesus. That was basically the entire movie. I kind of liked the obviously cartooned Vetus that they showed moving. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fucking come on. Yeah. Come on. If you had any real footage, you would just use it. Yeah. And a lot of other flat-out propaganda. Yeah, a lot of lies. And finally, I just want to make clear that Facebook fucked up our last stream, so fuck you, Facebook. Yes, yes. And I find it interesting and fucking spooky at the same time. Okay. Apparently... I've been reading a lot. I've been reading a lot this past week. I've I've seen a lot of articles about how Twitch is really clamping down on people. And uh, hey, you're playing a Nintendo game and you're having fun uh. streaming Nintendo game. And it, oh, and suddenly you get a cease and desist from Nintendo because you were playing a Mario game and that uses Mario music and Nintendo owns that music. And so we're taking down your entire Twitch channel. And, and and then one of the articles that I read said, yeah, Twitch and Facebook have been clamping down. Yeah. Any and all audio that might be owned by a, by a third party. And that's when I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, okay. I'll be sure and try and remember to bring this up in Bunny Versus because that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. But the thing is, the thing, the the couple of things here that I find suspicious, okay? Not saying this was what happened, okay? Yes. They're saying it happened because it was my uh, Trump parody of Mm -hmm. a Pink Floyd song. And is it a brick in the wall? What song is that? I forget what fucking song it was. I think I think it's I think it's brick in the wall. Um. So I cut that with the music, interspersed with shit Trump has done, and this is back from the fucking campaign. You know, 
and I cut it into one of the breaks. And they had a problem. They were like, ooh, this is Pink Floyd music. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay, but this is still this still is comment commentary and parody. I I have the right to use it like this. You know? And second, like if Roger Waters found out, I think he'd like it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 100%. Okay. But I find it strange and I kind of suspect more that it had to do with Trump, okay? Yeah. Because they already let by in previous episodes in which we were streaming, Edgar Wiggers, Winters Frankenstein backing up the Chia Souls bit. Uh. And they also passed by Joe Cocker's, uh, with a little help from my friends, from the Spider Years bit. Hmm. Okay. You know. That is a bit odd. So like like I mean I'm trying to cut breaks together, but I don't I don't want to stop the stream over a break and that's what happened. Yeah. So that's like the first part of the annoyance. Like like not only is it did they block the feed over this? But obviously, it's a very, very inconsistent rule as to what they apply that to, because they apply it to Pink Floyd, but not to Edgar Winter or Joe Cocker. Yeah. That, you know? Yeah, no, that does sound pretty, pretty sus, like the kids are saying. But then the fucking, the fucking scary part is... Is that notice must have come up before first break? Because I noticed that it was up at first break when I went in to have a cigarette. Yeah. That didn't stream until the second break. Yeah, that's some suspicious shit. That you got to notice about using a song that you haven't used yet. Exactly. Yeah. That was a part of the second break. So they they so they shut down the stream for me streaming something I haven't streamed yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that that's fucking that's that's sus. And how far are they reaching into my computer to find out what I may potentially be streaming? Yeah. That reminds me. Okay. Uh, okay. So fuck ba- Facebook is basically what, what I want to say about that. Yes. Yes, fuck I concur. Yeah. Uh, again, anybody listening on live stream, you can uh, on SoundCloud or Mixcloud, Stitcher iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spotify. I think that's all of them. Apple Podcasts. Or oh, iTunes or whatever the fuck it is now. Yeah, yeah. we're still streaming out there. Yeah. Um, you can come watch us live.
life roughly about this time it's it's uh it is now 3:06 p.m. mountain time we are in the bunny versus segment come over to facebook join our group and you can watch us live there yay yay maybe other places as well in the future i think that's about it yeah so until next week this is bunny versus saying self-sticking adhesive why yes please that's good stuff and cut on that